If you feel you have been victimized or extorted by this prisoner, please contact customer service at 855-466. All subject matter in the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you rat bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Greetings from the prison industrial complex. You're listening to the Notes from the Pin Podcast. This is the captain of the ship, Freddie Boom Boom Schnertz. And along with me in the boat wake, I have Chino. What's up, Bobby? Bobby is in a, a colorful mood once again today. It's uh, good to hear the sound of your spirited voice, Bobby. Yeah, just dealing with an ultra the size of a fucking dinner plate over here. And uh, Is that how they're shaped? Scary. That's how mine's shaped. And I, yeah, I mean, that's how mine is. It's even got that little, little blue porcelain designs on it. Weird flex. Filigree on the edge. Yeah, so in today's episode, we have a few things lined up. Uh, we Bobby's having a little bit of health issues, so we we may dabble into that. Um, let's see what else we we need to probably talk about the show and which direction the ship's going to be headed uh, here for a little bit. And we may get to viewer questions at the end and in the middle for the meat of the sandwich. I feel like we can't not talk about uh, American politics since this week is such a um, is going to be so fun and silly. It's already started. It's, uh, of course, they're voting today in Georgia. Um, fake voting, I should point out. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Bobby, your health is uh, roses? Well, I don't know how much the viewers know, but I've been uh, eating fistfuls of, of Tums for the last, that's about two months. Probably like ten to fifteen a day, which subsequently just recently looked at the back of the bottle and it's like, do not exceed fifteen tablets a day, and do not exceed maximum dosage, which I think is like ten or twelve, um, for more than two weeks. And I'm like, well, technically, I, it hasn't been two weeks; it's been two months. So I don't know, maybe I'm in a clear But I was like, it got uh, substantially worse in the last like four days to where. Like, I lost my appetite. I got, like, fucking cold sweats. And uh, the dreaded $5 medical fee, it's been, a, it's been, like, a year and a half since I've used that. And so I was like, well, it's time to check it in. So I went over there today. I turned one in the, uh, yesterday, and they called me over today. I don't know. It's looking like it might be an ultra. I'm kind of hoping that's what it is, and it's not, like, diverticulitis or chronic disease or some sort of stomach cancer. But, uh, yeah. It's put me in a little bit of a quandary because uh, to get all ramped up for this or amped up for this the show, I drink coffee and I drink it like a condensed version of coffee. I don't I put minimal amount of water, and uh, that seems to not do well with whatever it is that's going on in your bread basket. So uh, yeah, your high concentrated coffee shots. I, I wonder if that has something to do with you know what I mean pouring that down. Now, it can, just real briefly, can you explain? You grind the beans. And then what do you do after that? Grind the Do you have a press? Instant coffee. So I put a plastic bent, a bent 
white plastic sport that I'd have to bend the, the handle to so it'll fit inside of the um, peanut peanut butter jar that's been turned into a coffee container. I put a spoon a spoonful of that in there, a dash of water, just so it's so just so I don't have to chew the coffee and uh, slam it. Mm-hmm. And that very well might have some something to do with the ulcer. Also, it turns out prison can be quite a stressful place. Who would have known? So yeah, that might have something to do with it too. Um, but yeah, so I uh, filled up an actual cup of coffee before coming out here. Used the actual hot water downstairs, a bit of a sink. So I couldn't drink it real fast. And then broke a quarter of a ramen, a dry one, and chewed it up so I'd have something to soak up. The excess acid in my stomach. And here we are. And to add on to this, Jeremy wants to talk about American politics. So, yay. <laughs> Let's fucking do it, you jackass. I will not be making this easy for you today. And viewers, um, stick around for the ride. Pissed off. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bobby Redass to the plate. Uh, something else that uh, we've covered in this podcast, but we never really got uh, we never really got back around to it was the MRI. Remember the episode we did where you had to leave prison and it was weird being driven around and uh, it sucked when you got to the hospital and everybody looking at you because they look at you like you're a you know an axe murderer. Uh, what was the what came back on the MRI? I'm um, a bulging disc, but not nothing too bad. But just a slight, I believe that's what it was, a slight misshape. I don't remember the medical term. Basically, like, hey, your neck's not <laughs> your neck's not broken. We still don't know what to do about your headaches. But, you know, this place isn't so... You have one minute remaining. As far as prison uh, medical care goes. So, I mean, at least I went over there. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It was just they were really supposed to do it to see if I could get an alignment by one of the doctors here, I guess, was a chiropractor as well. Um, so they wanted to make sure, like, I wouldn't be paralyzed. I just remembered that that's what it was for, and now I should be asking why I haven't had an alignment on the vertebrae in my neck. Yeah, you, you need to you need to get back with your primary care physician. Yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah, so now something new. And I uh, want to get my prostate checked, mainly for the digital stimulation. I don't really need to know the results. Yeah, they could hit. The, maybe they'll hit the men's G spot. And you're lucky. If they don't, they're not trying hard enough. I think we're getting ready to get cut off. You going to get back in line? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to get back in line. Give me five. All right. Well, we were discussing uh, your health. Uh, and lack thereof it. Uh, you got anything else you want to bellyache about? You got a, a broken neck and a broken gut. Uh, you know, the rest of us out here, you know, well, I, maybe, hey, I wonder if your stomach ailments have anything to do with uh, a, a post-COVID reaction. You know how a lot of things are getting blamed now on if you caught COVID six months later. Yeah. yeah. My dick slightly curves to the left without the a for a long time. That's not been um, Asians age well, right? But it's like a picture of Dorian Gray. You know that story? Like, it's the dude, dude's forever young and is, is an Oscar Wilde. And then his, uh, his painting in the attic ages. 
I feel like with Asian people, or at least me, it's, the aging doesn't really occur in my face and body as much as it does in my balls. So, like, I, I might look a lot younger than I am. Good. Just old man. Right? <laughs> so, this and hangers. It's also probably from the temperature in Florida. You know what I mean? It's real hot, so they need to get, they want to get far away from the temperature to regulate. You know what I mean? Um, but other than that, I'm all right. I'm all right. And the viewers, I, I'm taking my anger out at my health. Uh, at my health and, and at Jeremy I'm on you I'm glad you guys are here alright good and um, I I don't know if this is the same shitty phone we had this phone isn't great but I, I got you all the way up and I'm gonna we'll see. Uh, I almost see. went to another one and I was wondering if this one was gonna be shitty oh yeah you really are you fucking with me or are you really trying to get me all worked up nah whatever I got you uh, maxed out and I'm gonna bring my level down a little bit so hopefully it'll be uh It'll be all right. So, uh, now with your health ailments aside, do we want to talk about the show, the direction of the ship, any of that type of um, where we're going to have, we're going to navigate in the future, or what may be inevitable navigation in the future? I don't give a shit. If <laughs> we cover it, I told you I'm not making this easy on you today. Do we? Sure. Do we want to? I don't know. Are we going to? Yeah, I'm sure we are. Let's hear it. All right. Well, I guess that's my my cue to take over a bit. We're, I'm starting to think it's starting to be a little bit too much pressure. Not, not that it's pressure. It's just uh, once we tell all the prison stories, what else we you know we're going to have to be able to do something. And I feel like it's kind of shitty on me to come up with a topic, you know, and then be like, "Okay, Bobby, go." And, and it's it's just too much on Bobby. Okay, Bobby, I'm gonna. Broach a subject, and then I need you to give me 10 full minutes of it, and then, you know, I'll ask a follow-up, and then give me 10 more minutes of it. And then, you know, because then Bobby always has to be on. I, I don't know. Not, not that that's yeah. difficult. Not that that's all – not that, you know, if we're going to ask somebody to be on, I would like to ask Bobby. But we may have to – I don't know. Can you verbalize this any better than me? You, you probably Yeah, we talked – yeah, we've talked about this before, and I really early on, I kind of saw this problem coming, but maybe didn't verbalize in the exact same way. And it was that, hey, look, man, eventually we're going to run out of shit as far as it relates, as it pertains strictly to prison, right? Because I'm going to tell all the stories, every, the, all the questions are going to be asked for the most part. New shit's going to happen, and you guys see that I still remember stuff, and occasionally we'll do um, reviewer questions and whatnot. But... You, you were like, no, we could do like current events and blah, blah, blah. And there's always going to be stuff. And I was like, all right. And then the other day you said, hey, man, I've been thinking about the format. And I was like, yes, yes, exactly. And I've been trying to, I had some more clarity with the one the way you said it. And I think, um, listen, aside from me being in prison, but it just adds to it. One of the gifts and curses, I guess, in my brain is that I have theories on everything. And I'm a jackass. If you ask me about it, I'll be like, it's funny you asked. And then I'll just fucking ramble about this shit that, you know, why quilted toilet paper um, might seem better, but actually, it's, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. And uh, at some point, I, I like the I like the episodes that we have had where it's more conversational and 
some of my favorite things are stuff that are off the air, that it's just me and you kind of arguing or debating or just bringing up, you know, I guess more morning radio shit, I guess. But really, uh, switching the format, like you said, and, and, and have it be closer to 50-50 than 80-20, you know, 80 me and 20% you. And I figure, like, we're talking about subject matter, and I will inherently give the perspective of what it's like in here, whether we're talking about gas and mortality or porn or whatever, and you'll represent the outside world, but we'll also bring our own personal um, opinions and personality into it. And uh, yeah, and, uh, and I totally agreed. And, and I didn't really think of it in the moment. I was just thinking something's like off. Well, not off, but feels like we're like getting to the bottom of this well. And um, I absolutely agree. And so we'd like it, I'd, I'd like it to be more um, now that, the foundation has been laid and we've got some amazing viewers out there to start uh to start shifting the uh, the weight and uh, so yeah yeah and today it seems to be a great day and time to relish and like really make it almost 80 20 you which as you can tell i can't ever shut the fuck up long enough <laughs> to do that so uh so yeah i would that's a weird discussion i, I know wanna, i know you have like anxiety over toilet paper. And I, I need you to know that there's been like toilet paper shortages, you know, on the outside, which it seems like a, a weird phenomenon. You know, we have a pandemic. So like what we, like America refuses to wear masks because that's taken away our Liberty or something, but God damn it. I won't, I won't have a dirty butthole. Like, I'm absolutely going to have all the toilet, but I'm going to hoard it. And one of the, <clears throat> listen to how much of a privileged asshole I am. One of the consequences of this is Cottonelle quit making, or at least I, I haven't found it since the pandemic started. They quit making the wavy aloe and vitamin E uh, variant that they, that they used to carry. And I'm a little bummed Barbarian. about it. I'm a little bummed about it myself. And I realize it's probably a position of privilege, but um yeah, it's Yeah, there's just you just made two unintentional puns. You said a privileged asshole, check, and you're a bit bummed about it. Is that for the for the is that for ghost dribble? <laughs> Nobody I likes it. I get what you're doing. You morning you you morning radio hat. Um <laughs> Yeah. And this kind of segues into some of that shit. And let me say this. I don't, to the viewers, I don't know how much he, he was intentionally doing this, but I know he enjoys it. The fact that when he brought up the, the political, talking about U.S. politics a little bit, I immediately went on a rant to which he had to shut me down. Say, Just save it, save it. I'm, you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, so I'll probably get a little irate, and you're going to have to take it with a grain of salt. Oh, it's done, whatever. But, um, you know, I was thinking, I was watching a documentary and they were talking about World War II, the sacrifices made by the American public during wartime, right? Like people turned in their extra pennies for copper for shell casing for rounds. They did all kinds of stuff. They went and quit their normal jobs. They went and worked at factories 18 hours and produced munitions and blah, blah, blah. The greatest generation in the world and, and all that stuff. Fast forward to the people who claim to like love American exceptionalism and all that shit. And it's, it's those people that when asked to sacrifice something for their country, which is wear a fucking mask, dummy, they're like, hell no. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they were willing to give up their extra pennies when pennies were worth a lot more so we could make more rounds to kill Krauss 
and you guys won't wear a mask for country. But you're patriots. Shut the fuck. You spoiled little fuck. You won't Personal freedom. And, and, right? And then they say, you can't tell me what to do uh, uh, to protect myself or other people. Like, you know what I mean? You can't t- But they're the same ones talking about abortion should be illegal. And then they're the, and, and they, they forget this. Hey, Apple, if you want to drive a car, you have to wear a seatbelt. And if you don't, you get a ticket. So don't act like there's not stuff that we already sacrificed willingly, knowingly, to be part of a safer society. We do it with fucking seatbelts, you dumb dumb. You know? Yeah, so, when seatbelts came whatever. out, there was there was people so mad about it that they would cut them out of their cars. Uh, by the way, do you know who's responsible for us having seatbelts in cars and it being like, you know, a thing? I've seen a documentary or, or, or something on History Channel about it. Uh, I can't pull it out. Though. I believe it's Ralph Nader. Yes, yep, absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah, it was Ralph Nader. Yeah, so there's a little nugget. How dare you? <laughs> you? It's the same argument with it's the same argument with gun control. Like, don't tell me what to do. Well, you can't have a bazooka, dummy. So oh, obviously there are self-regulations. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Well, you can't have uh, nuclear arms. You can't have, uh, uh, what are the small nuclear, uh, tactical nuclear weapons, right? So obviously there's a line. You agree that there's a line. It's not unfettered. So the argument is where the line is. You wear seatbelts during a pandemic. I don't know. Maybe wear a mask to protect your fellow citizens. I don't know. You're a selfish bastard. Okay. Well, go kill yourself then. This is my amendment. Right. My, this is my Second Amendment argument as well. Like, wait, wait a minute. I'm not allowed to have an Apache or a, a Scud or, or a Patriot or, uh, you know, I, I'm not allowed to have surface-to-air missiles. I'm not, like you said, a bazooka, an <laughs> RPG. So we've already – it says unfettered. So we've already shat upon that. So we're, yeah, there's now, a line. So, so okay, so uh, a, a mixed-up – a, a someone suffering a mental health issue, and he's 18 years old, and he's been bullied. He should definitely be able to get a long arm. Hey, why not an AR-15? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. not a hundred round drum? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like it. This coming from a guy, you, you want to? I don't want to put your business all out there, but let's just say in the past, had like a ten thousand dollar gun, like a gun safe worth more than anything I've ever owned in my life, and we used to just take your fucking weaponry out and just... And you drool over it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... So it's not like he's not a... Let's just say old Jer Bear, the captain, isn't exactly a peace-loving hippie and he never had a gun. Oh, no. The the captain is a firearm owner. However, I do think that some of our rules are just plain old ridiculous. Hey, and not only that, what, what what if I go back to using drugs? Should I th- because you know when you when you're on hard drugs you get real high and then you don't have your drugs and then you get real low and you're depressed and you're bummed out and you feel horrible you feel horrible about yourself you t- you think about killing yourself and shit should or what if I uh, want to oh, go yeah, I know nothing about that yeah, yeah yeah I know but so why in the fuck would I feel like if that were to happen somebody should come over here and like you know take my gun safe like hey. We we gotta take we gotta take this from you for a little bit, bud, till you get better. And I'll be like, that's my liberty. You know what it, 
you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like, just on a really simplistic level, it's kind of like, like there's an ant, an ant farmer. You're watching this little experiment of, of a society, and there's everything's just burning down. Like buildings are constantly burning down. Like as fast as you can put them up, buildings are burning down. And it's like, uh, well, we have the right to bear matches and gasoline. And it's like, yeah, 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 no doubt. But um, if you guys are complaining about the fires, maybe every human being shouldn't have tons, <laughs> tons of gasoline, and everybody have matches because eventually there's going to be some fires. You have one minute remaining. I don't know. That's an analogy kind of part. But it's just like, I just on a sheer, like, remove all all the uh, bias and, and, and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, there's, there's going to be mass shootings all the time because there's so many guns. And so anybody can get their hands on a gun. And so all the flawed people with broken brains and depressions and anger issues and the nine-finger Mexicans, they can all get a guns whenever they want and have tons of them and, and whatever. I don't want to rail against this because the Second Amendment thing isn't a thing that I'm really like too hard on. I think no one should be able to have guns and shit like that. But uh, I, I digress. Yeah, I'd like to hear from our a, our Australian listeners or even uh, our British listeners on uh, viewers on how they feel about uh, stuff like that. I mean, Australia got rid of them in, what, 95? like that? Yeah, when I'm like reading Tinker and looking at the statistics of the westernized countries, I mean... Thank you for using GTL. Bobby, we got you back? Yeah, you're an idiot. Um, is this any better, this phone in the back? Yeah, it seems to be. All right. Well, now that we've alienated half of our uh, viewers, do you want to just uh, get rid of the rest by digging into uh, current American politics? Uh, well, I, I do, but I'd like to briefly, if we could get back to, uh, the long ball, I don't really know if that's a product of Florida, but, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you, uh, have the same experience as me as, as you get age uh, or as you get older and you age, it almost seems like if I had, uh, tube socks on, I could hide them in there to keep them warm in the winter. Uh, it is super stretchy, but I did, I do have this. You put snot on the ball? Which, I will agree, doesn't have anything to do with long testicles, but it's the only drop I had that had been a ball reference. <laughs> you are a jackass with a, you're a kid with a child with a fucking toy. And this, you're just lucky it's one of my, it's the greatest sports movie ever made. It's the only thing getting me off the hook. Ain't got the arm that you do. One day you will too. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is what I like to do. I like to uh, get like a, a scrunchie and like cinch them up to where they normally would be, and then just tie off the excess. You know what I mean? And then I just run around. People can't tell, but I've got a different air about me. I got a different confidence in a spring in my chest. You know what I mean? I've long theorized that I could put a zipper down there and have a little, you know, a little change purse, keep a little little knickknacks. <laughs> Down there, nobody would ever. Uh, so, getting back to, uh, yeah. uh, I think we've exhausted. We're both uh, pro uh, Second Amendment, but it does seem like it gets a little. It's a. It goes a tad far. It just some. What, what I'm against, real quick. What I'm against is like the, the acting like it's all or nothing argument. That's what I'm saying. It's not all or nothing. It's not 
take away all our guns or you can have the zoo. I'm saying that there's a line. Stop, stop creating a false narrative and saying that there is not a line already. And the argument is where should the line be? That's all I'm saying. I don't like that's intellectual dishonesty when people do that. And it, it seems to be happening a lot these days. If I, let's just say a what if. What if I owned a bump stock? Aren't they illegal now? Well, oh, I don't, I have no idea. They weren't out when I was lost. Well, after the Vegas incident and the, and the shooter used um, yeah, a bump yeah. stock, it got a lot of attention. Yeah, definitely did. Well, should I throw it away, turn it in, sell it on the black market? Give it to the nine finger Mexican to add to his already stockpile of bump stocks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the rules in Michigan. Are you allowed to own a gun if you're a felon? Like once no. you once you get out, are you allowed to own a gun? No, 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 no. Nowhere. You're not allowed anywhere. What, like in any state? Yeah, I don't think so. Definitely not here. Hmm. I feel like that goes state All right, well, by state. Just, All right. So let's go. Let's move on. All right, we can move on to American politics or just, uh, yeah. Well, this is going to be a big week. This is a huge freaking week. We got all sorts of fun stuff. It's a bigly week. Well, one of the things that uh, we've already had go down was Monday was the Assange. So I guess this is also a little bit of British politics and going back to Australia as well. Uh, Julian Assange is not going to be extradited to the U.S., we find out yesterday. You know anything about that? No, I don't. I've been trying to keep in, well, in the periphery, knowing that he's been. Where was he? Was in South America somewhere and got kicked out because his cat, because <laughs> his cat was running roughshod across the embassy or something. Uh, he was in the Ecuadorian embassy in. In Russia. In where? Was it Russia? No, no. Edward Snowden got basically exiled to Russia, or. He they pulled his passport, so he got stuck in Moscow and couldn't go anywhere. But no, he was in the Equi- Assange was in the Ecuadorian embassy, which was, I believe, in London, it was somewhere in the UK. So he's they've been holding him at the Belmarsh prison in uh, over there. I, I don't know exactly where Belmarsh is, but I guess it's one of their not so fun prisons. And uh, he's not getting. It, He's not getting extradited to the U.S. because the judge that, you know, was presided over the hearing said that he wasn't, that he would probably, like, die or commit suicide or something if he came over to the shitty U.S. prisons. So it's not because, it's not because it's all a bogus or bullshit uh, lynching. Now, here's what I don't get about the Assange thing, right? My man's Australian. He's somehow getting kept in Britain. For, for see, I didn't know he was Australian. Yeah, my man, my man's Australian, but so Norwegian or something. You no, know, I I feel I'm pretty confident that he's Australian. I mean, I could okay. be wrong, but uh, regardless, he's not a U.S. citizen. But he publishes some shit that just plain old shows U.S. war crimes. He didn't get yeah. what the? Why is he the asshole? He's not the one that created any war crimes. It's not. I don't think it can be proven that he hacked or, you know, came about this. These yeah, he published them. Yeah, he just published them. So what? Yeah, it's cool. 
All right, so I'm going to go ahead and pencil us down as a pro Assange podcast to go with uh, things. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's a weird, like, pale-faced, pale-eyebrowed, translucent-skinned weirdo, probably. But that's just my judgment on his physical appearance. And I once saw a video from Dance. Didn't like it. You're a weirdo. But <laughs> I don't have any problem with this. Video. And, you know, I heard Rogan talk about this one. So they're trying to hem this guy up. Basically, because they're like, oh, you saw something that, and you told, and we don't like what you told, so we're going to do whatever we can. And and so they're trying to nab him over in Europe. Maybe this is why I think he's Norwegian. Didn't he hook up with, like, a Swedish, or, or, or he hooked up with someone over there and didn't use a condom, and I guess it's illegal or something over there, which, well, I'll never get out of prison. That's the, <laughs> that's the case. And uh, and so they hemmed him up on that shit. They're like, oh, yeah, he banged this girl and didn't wear a condom. You yeah, remember that? Uh, I do, and I don't remember it being uh, condom-related. I thought it was like some sort of uh, rape or s- sexual malfeasance or something. However, that's all been uh, squashed and, you know, proven to be— I think the I think the alleged victim has even taken back her story. To, to me, it seems like it was all a, a CIA— Yeah, of course. It was. You know, yeah, it was, a, it was a way to get their hands on him and get him in a place now that they've got him isolated or whatever. So, yeah, so— I don't think, aside from his dance moves, which he should be imprisoned for alone. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he shouldn't be in prison. I'm imprisoned. I'm saying if he is, it should be for dancing. Have you ever seen that video? A weirdo. No, I've never seen Julian Assange dancing. No. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, okay. Not um, around my kids. <laughs> uh, so today is... Uh, is a big day in Georgia where they're going to uh, have the, the runoff vote for the two senators. And with that comes all sorts of fun. Uh, I don't know, did you see the the phone call that uh, the, our president, you know, calls their yeah. uh, attorney general or, or secretary of state or whoever the fuck he calls on like an hour-long phone call? And he's like, look, we need to find 1,100 votes or whatever, 11,000. 11, yeah. 779 votes. Yeah, he's a. I at this point, it's like I keep going like, yeah, well, no one. What are you surprised? Like the fact that everyone's still. I guess if you if you weren't ever tricked by him and you knew this guy was a shyster from the beginning, which if you had any any um any any intuition or street smarts, or if you could see a con coming from at least an inch away, then you would be like, hey, that is. Spoiled draft dodging billionaire. He says he's going to be the 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 warrior for the the lower and middle the middle class the working still. Oh, he's not. What a surprise! Shut up. You don't get to be surprised, you dummies. And you know who you know who's constantly today he came and gave me a, a speech. He's like he's a nine finger. Who's one of the Trump scouts I have? Him and uh, Marshall. And uh, and by that I mean flip. Just made him realize how whatever. So. He's like, man, I'm ashamed. I've seen Trump every day. And, and it's to the point where I don't even, I'm just like, I can't. I can't. Like, you don't, you don't keep getting to being surprised, uh, getting to be surprised by this or act surprised. You know? So yeah, I've heard, I've heard the, the phone call. I mean, I, this was coming from a mile away. I've been saying this from the very beginning. You know, I said, his, the fact that he got elected by people that he has nothing in common with, he gives two shits about. It's like really, I wrote a piece about it it's called Trump's March, and it's about the atrophy. One of the side effects of being in our comfortable, successful society is the atrophy of, of the ability to spot a con or to judge someone's 
based on their intangibles. Can I just interrupt you just for a second here? I I don't like you throwing around the word con about our president. Uh, I would like to – how do you know this isn't isn't part of the art of the deal? The guy's a stable genius, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. but, uh, you see, I'll I play have a devil's advocate, and you're, you're not even going to play along. No, because it's too fun for you to do that. And okay. it's like I, I told you I'm going to be more difficult on you. Yeah. This is your guy, though. This is your guy, because when I wrote Trump's March, you read it, and you lashed out, and you were like, well, what? If we had Hillary, it was going to be a full-on revolution and a fascist thing. And, and then later, I was like, yeah, well, why are you assuming this guy's not going to be a fucking totalitarian? Or at least a authoritarian fucking piece of shit who won't leave office. I mean, I think kind of recently you're like, yeah, I kind of, I really didn't think he was going to do. And I'm like, he doesn't have the balls because he's never been battle tested or anything. But he's he's a sociopath. I really believe he's a sociopath. Yeah, I and, don't, uh, where do you get authoritarian? That's based on what. He's a sore loser that doesn't want to. That doesn't want to, you know, lose. So. Oh, oh yeah, a guy that that has a top office that's refusing to leave power and is pulling on every lever he can in order to stay in power um, to subvert our democratic system of election. Listen, we, oh, we patriots, we just want to make sure that it was a free and fair election, and we need to count the votes in Georgia and Pennsylvania. We need to do. We need to count them again. We need to get the dead people Three, off the voting times. blocks. Uh, there's all sorts of, Hey, uh, on a side note, I saw that they got the, I saw a picture of a sign in front of a Georgia voting precinct and it's a whole fact or fiction. Like on the left side, it says like the claim 1142 dead people voted. And then the fact that, (laughs) well, in some of them it said, uh, okay, two people that had, that were deceased, we did find voting, so we... I don't know if it was dead people that was the two, or if it was the people from out of state that was the two, but it's it's like, okay, two yeah. out of the 1,400 that are claimed uh, were found, and they're under investigation, or they've been thrown out. But it it's just so funny in today's day that we have to have, like, a, a fact or fiction... Like, it's a big-ass board, like, bigger than a poster. It's out there, like, on a... Isn't it, doesn't it remind you of something you would see in, like, elementary school? Like, that you're teaching, like... This is what I'm talking about. Like, the inability to just... The, just the willful ignorance, the, the cognitive dissidence, uh, doing mental gymnastics in, in order not to not to take in new information and, and let it affect your belief system, right? There was a guy on CNN, or... Maybe it was, they were... He was, there was a CNN, I believe. I switched back and forth. Those are the only channels... There was a guy on the side of the road, big old thick Wani bear mustache, and his wife. And um, they say, "Are you going to recognize um, Biden when he goes?" Hell no, I'm not. He's not my president. Whatever. And um, they were saying, "Well," they asked him about the votes, and he said, "Well, oh, oh they okay." So they and then they say, "Well, well they, what else can be done? He's going to be sworn in." He goes, "Well, there could be a civil war." And the guy, you have one minute remaining. The reporter goes, you don't really want a civil war, do you? And he's like, well, I don't, but we just want to see the vote. And I would like to go like, wait, what do you mean see it? See all four mil, all five million of them? Like you personally 
want to see all. What? How would that even be possible? Are they going to create how many terabytes of of fucking memory and information would you need to have photo? And then what? And then you see the you literally see pictures where you can zoom in and you can see ten thousand votes at a time. Right? Are you going to go through those? You know how long that would take. And then what would prevent you from being like these are doctors? These are there is no level of evidence that these jackasses would accept. You would give them the actual things. They go, well, these aren't real. They were altered, and the other ones were thrown away. But so when you create a level of, of confirmation so high that it can never be reached, then you got to question yourself and your belief system. Well, who told you that? Or you got to believe in pizza. Or you got to believe in PizzaGate, and then go be the guy who goes in there with a gun and shoots a lock off a storage closet and comes out like an idiot and goes, "Oh, they're cops. What are you doing?" I was protecting. Thank you for using GTM. This has gotten so. I mean, just even when you were just delivering, like, the next segment, I was like, this is, when I was laughing, I know you can hear me laugh. I was like, this is so goddamn morning <laughs> radio. Um, what, what, okay, real quick, though, what I want, what I want to say, um, just to take away the false narratives, like, the argument that everyone wants to use, like, these, these are fucking liberal, whatever. Me, Jeremy so far left that he would be insulted that you called him a liberal. Oh, he, hugely insulted. Uh, hugely insulted. Because he's, you're not, you're not going far enough. He's like all the the older the I get, right wing. the more in, exactly. The older I get, the more right leaning I get, especially the like economics. And I believe like just without causing a, a an uproar in uh, the captain's panties and us having to argue the rest of the show, uh, I believe that the the safest, most affluent. By most measures of human progress, the, the, the best form of action. And I've cut off his mic. And it's it's weird that I can do that. I I also believe that there should be social safety nets to compensate for some of the flaws in capitalism, like the pooling of wealth, and you know what I mean, and, and on the platform. So I don't, I really don't identify with either. Like the, the social aspects, I, I'm left on. Like I believe gay marriage should be fine. I believe. Um, I believe in, in that I think a woman's right to choose. I, I'm more or less on those things. But I don't, I'm not intellectually lazy, so lazy that I need like a prepackaged belief system. So I don't subscribe to that. So before you try to write me off by thinking like, he's super liberal, you, you'd be wrong to think that. You know what I mean? But it's not going to stop me from calling, just because I'm calling out one side doesn't mean I'm in love with the other or anything, which is what a lot of people like to do. Um, but I just wanted to say that. Take that away from any viewer who wants Our two remaining viewers who might want to try to use that again. To, to, to not think about the stuff we're saying. You know what I mean? The shit liberty continues. So, can we go back to politics? Or, I don't even know if it's politics at this point. It's uh, more of a circus that I think is, is it's, it's fun, yeah. if nothing else. It's probably very stressful for a lot of folks. Uh, by the it's way, it's really stressful for me. Juice keeps beeping. Just watching. What do you want me to do? No, you can't. Nothing. Okay. We've been we've been discovered lately. We can't. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't pick it up the first two times. But I, I figured I'd at least uh, ask you. Okay, we got Georgia. Oh, by the way, one thing that I that I think is I don't know. It kind of makes me giggle. Is nothing could be more obvious then our sitting president gets all his information 
from the news media he watches. Instead of like his daily briefings or from advisors, it's like whatever whatever Newsmax or OAN or Tucker Carlson said, he's like, yeah, and then he takes that as like, oh, no, my news is saying that all those elections are fraudulent. So it's like, yeah, but your news sources are a little bit biased, bud. Like, yeah, I'm sure we could say a lot of biases and all these different how we all get news, but like yours are extreme. Like, you know, mm, think mm. about, <laughs> think about, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. No, that's a respectable news channel and news company. Though. I really don't. Those are journalists. So what do you mean? Are you familiar with parlor, Bobby? No, I'm not. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a new YouTube. Uh, it's more. No, like- no, no. New Twitter. Yes, yes, because Facebook and Twitter puts, uh, you know, this claim has been disputed labels over. How dare you? Right, well, then they're trampling all over my free speech. So you know how I am with uh, with media and different accounts and maybe fake accounts and stuff like that. I, uh, I'm all, I'm on to a parlor, and uh, it's, of course you are. It, it is, I mean, the, you know how it, it, it gets it's kind of funny when you see somebody in like a, a regular Facebook or Twitter argument and and they're trying to make their point but they they misspell two or they don't there know how. or yeah. I mean yeah. their their point was like you're stupid too but then they spell t so they spell two t o and you're like yeah you're not making you know if you're going to call somebody stupid you could at least or even worse t w o that's that's how one of my fake uh, accounts does, and uh, it's it's glorious. But I get ribbed for one of my fake accounts, bad spelling, and people are like, oh, we could tell this is, you know, uh, satire from the beginning because the spelling's so poor. You go over to Parlor, not so fast, my friend. You go over to Parlor, and it's uh, it's glorious. It It is the, some of the silliest. I, I mean, I read it just for, uh, it's beautiful. I, I get teared up. I'm like these people. Oh my god, I love them. Oh, just you're the best. The French, you know, like the French chef kisses his fingers. Mwah, fucking beautiful. Just top notch. Fucking ridiculous. Well, we should say this to the viewers. We've got this. Yeah, you know when the French chef kisses his fingers and he goes, Mwah. yeah, that's like when something tastes really good. Yeah. Okay, that's gotcha. a really question. Um, I think. Uh, we should mention to the viewers that me and you have this little ongoing like fascination with Q and on dumb dumb and how ridiculous they can be about like shit that doesn't even make physical like by the laws of physics doesn't make sense like five G spreading Corona um, they're drinking uh, ch- children's blood to get superpowers and like it's to the point now when you bring up new ones I go that's there's no way and you're like no no, no I'm telling you but they, I. <laughs> <laughs> you're able to laugh more at it, and, and, I, and I grit my teeth about it a little bit more because I'm like, these are real people who get the same vote as me. Well, more of a vote. I can't vote. <laughs> listen, I, I, listen. When I when I check on Q, one of the one of the main tenets is to do your own research. Don't just listen to what you're being fed. Don't be a sheeple. So I'm kind of hey, listen. Where we go, one we go all. Follow the rat, white rabbit. 
I'm starting to dig on some Q. Okay, well, let me just say this to the viewers. One, one captain, one captain I will remain unnamed, may or may not own actual QAnon merch <laughs> that he that he likes to use for bits and just the idea that whatever. My latest one you know came this in. Guy? My latest one came in, uh, and it, it's a bright red shirt, T-shirt. It's got a huge white white Q <laughs> on the chest. And at the bottom, it says uh, WWG, numerical one, WGA. Where we go one, we go all. Yeah. Uh, but on the on the top of the queue itself, there's this bright red swath, this, this ferret pelt of, of red hair. And it is, it's glorious. I mean, it looks just like our president. It's... I feel so patriotic. We're just the old. Right, so, there's just a group of a terror. There's a group of terrorists sitting in a cave somewhere that are like, "I told you this whole thing was going to fall." The great Satan. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to defend it now. And we kind of deserve it. You met, you had a WW two Greatest Generation reference in the beginning, and I didn't get to mention that. You know, we're like a week a week or two away from having as many COVID deaths as WW two. American deaths. That now yeah. think about this. WW two lasted longer than a year. But you know, it it was a war. It that's how fu- we won't even wear a oh, fucking mask. And during this like this sloping decline in violence throughout human history. Whoa, 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 whoa. One, I don't think we use Asian tropes on this podcast. I'm gonna put my foot down the on that. One, I want to put my sandal down on this one. The one bump in there is World War II, where it's like going down, going down, fight World War II. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, we're passing that now. Don't, you can't tell me what to do with my body, says the guy who's telling women they can't have abortion. <laughs> All right, we need to speed this up. Uh, so from the final topic, tomorrow we have the counting or the uh, the the – electors are going to be, I don't know exactly how all that shit works, mm. but it's definitely proof that the electoral college, yeah, that the electoral, the electoral college is the greatest system ever. Uh, we're going to see that in full display tomorrow. And while we have that, we're going to have the proud boys and, uh, and, and the red hat army marching all up and down through DC, the streets of DC. How do you feel about this, Bobby? Sad, sad, really just sad that like there's so much that's legitimate to be enraged about in this country. So to like pick something that's ridiculous is um that's not really even the things they're saying aren't like you know what I mean. There's so much worthy to be enraged about, and then this is it. Like and this can't be real. This is not real. I just want the programmers of this simulation of simulation theory to know that I'm on to you. You guys are getting lazy and you're just fucking around. Like I said before, like, you know, you're trying to be Grand Theft Auto, your five-year-old kid's uh, uh, son or brother's like, let me play, let me play. And you give it to him and he just runs around and punches prostitutes and just shoots until he's got five stars, the cops are chasing him. And he gets, you know what I mean? Like, that's really what's going on. None of it is... 
And, you know, the younger me would have loved this. The younger, uh, more cynical, which I know you probably can't believe that there's a more cynical version of me, uh, would have just been like, yeah, fuck this society. Tear this shit all down. Yeah, let it all fall. You know what I mean? And now, it's just, this is why simulation theory is obviously true as well, is that as, as soon as I have like this realization on something like, no, 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 it's flawed, but if you look throughout history, you know, this is, shit could be a lot worse. Then it's like, okay, remember the thing you wanted when you were young? We're going to show you how stupid you were by, by threatening that it might actually be a reality. And then me going, oh, no, I was a dumb kid. I didn't know. I don't know. It's, it's just sad. What do you think about it? You ready to go put your, uh, your red-haired QAnon shirt on and, and get out there and get the marching in your black and yellow? Uh, I think it's glorious. Uh, I saw I, I saw one lady that's on my Facebook feed, who who now check this out. I met her at a anti black bear hunting uh, activist shit. We had a black bear hunt in Florida two or three four years ago, which was a massacre because they had never been they hadn't been hunted in like twenty some years, so they were like walking straight up to hunt. You could kill lactating female bears. It was a whole, it, it was like the first thing I did, the first time I got into an activism that didn't involve water. But anyway, this lady's a great big Trumper, and she's already in D.C. And so, I, you know, I don't argue with her on social media about it. You're like, okay, we agree on loving animals, and we disagree on overall general presidential politics eh, big deal oh i can still be your friend lady i just won't argue with you on your shit yeah. I, I eavesdrop i gotta go peep into like the the thread to read the comments and there's literally people making signs on their way to dc that say free enrique now this is in reference to proud boy leadership proud boy. uh enrique tario just recently got arrested for I don't even remember what for. I Burning know. a Black Lives Matter sign right. outside of a black historical black church. Yeah, and taking credit for it. And then I guess so. Uh, you should see some of your fellow libs on my social media making a big deal that he was going to shoot up a bunch of people because they found like two high capacity magazines on them. Like, it, it, my man's from Florida. He, you, you open up my truck door, a high Florida capacity. Florida man. Yeah, a high capacity magazine's likely to fall out with a beer can. I mean,. Yeah, it's a high capacity. I stir my coffee. You have one minute remaining. I stir my coffee with a seven six two round. Oh, okay, nice. Not very patriotic. It would be two two three. So I They're think too that thin. the what? They're too thin. Oh, for your thick ass coffee? Um, yeah, I got you. So yeah, I think this is uh, going to be a great week. In American politics, uh, I think it's a great week in American current events. Uh, I think it's, yeah, this is going to be great. Did the term American exceptionalism go from a real thing to an ironic thing or sarcastic thing like this fast? <laughs> wasn't it always Like we bullshit? have a bunch of, yeah, yeah, it was, but wasn't, it was at least deniable or whatever. We have a bunch of uh, international viewers, which I, I love, and I feel like we can speak ill of like some of these right-wing things and, and talk on gun control because they have a little bit of... They're not so jaded about that. They have a more... Thank you for using GTA. All right. Are you back, tough guy? 
Hey, can we? Can I? Can yeah. we? Can I? Re, we're gonna have to wrap it up in this. Uh, this call. Yeah, I know. There's something I want to say before we finally wrap this up. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and I feel not like. Enough. Oh, you want to say it right now? Go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say not directly on the subject. So if we're still on that subject, with. Yeah, ahead. I'd like to stay on that subject okay. just for a second. Uh, I think we could probably do a whole podcast, maybe even multiple podcasts, on American exceptionalism. That would. Uh, I love discussing American exceptionalism. Because you know America's built on it, you know it's bestowed, bestowed upon us by our great Creator. I don't know if you're aware of that, Bobby, but that's one of the lovely things. Can we also get back to the term liberal real quick? Uh, I would, I would like to hear from our international viewers where they would put corporate Democrats on their slide scale of left, right, center. Because I feel pretty strongly that uh, if you're if you're not for health care for the people, you're not you're not a left. In fact, I don't even think you're center. I, at best, I'll give you center right, and that would be like Pelosi, Biden, Schumer, Buttigieg. Hey, if you're a Pete Buttigieg fan, like I'm not trying to shit on other people listening or viewing or whatever, but you clearly have health care. What? I, like, I can't make it. You have a 401k and you have health care. That's the only way you could be like, oh, no, I'm big on Bloomberg. Oh, I'm a big Biden guy. I'm a big Pete guy. Like, what? That must be nice in your cul-de-sac on your gated community for you to have such, to care so much about the people. Ah, that may, man, uh, I'm not well, going to get too far. I do that. think that, uh, that health care is a human right in any society that can afford it, obviously. It's, I think it's a human right. I think that if you're part of the society, and, um, that you should be afforded health care. Health care should be provided. I think it's an essential right. I don't think it's a privilege. It should be a privilege or anything like that. We, we should, if we want to stand on anything, we should, we should be able to, we should provide to the, the lesser left. And everyone gets so outraged, like, well, people are going to be taking advantage of the system. And it's like, yeah, maybe some of them, but there are also people, more of them, who actually need it. So I'm going to side with the people who's, who say, instead of siding with the people who say, well, if one person is going to uh, take advantage of it and nine people need it, we're not doing it. I'm going to side with the, yeah, the one or two or three or four, whatever it is, even if it's 50-50 it, that are taking advantage of it. But it's the other, I'm willing to accept that for the people who actually need it. You know what I mean? And we should try to tighten up those loopholes for people, whatever. But I just like err on the side of compassion. I don't know. That just seems to make sense to me. That's that's a bold take out of you, Bobby. That's a bold take, my friend. Yeah, I'm a bold with really bold testicles. I don't even know if the testicles are that old as much as the you know, the leather seats. <laughs> No. We're back on your scrotum again. I never, I never left it, man. Yeah. Okay. It's as much as it's been trying to leave me. All right. So you had one more thing that wasn't related. Uh, I think we need to. Well, it kind of, kind of dovetails into this now. I wanted to say, look, I spit vitriol because that's in my nature, and I talk shit, and I'm, and I say mean things because it's funny to me. But you know, there's a seed of truth in there, but it's coming from an emotional place, and I've. If I've garnered any or gained any wisdom over the years is to know that usually my emotional outburst, though maybe argumentatively could be valid, it's usually not 
what I actually believe and want to stand on if I think about it, you know? So, like, kind of what you were saying about the Buddha, just, I don't, the only answer, really, and what a soft little fucking hippie I am, is really, like, loving people. And so, like, go do something selfless today. Figure out how you can help someone. Be compassionate when, when whenever you can be. And uh, I, I got an idea for the next episode, which I won't let the captain steer me into such an irate mind space. So it's going to be positive and yeah. probably unsuspecting because it's going to have to do with death and mortality. But uh, it actually coincides with a lot of shit I've been going through lately. And I'd like to talk to the, uh, the old captain about it. So stick around. You're, I think we're going to, we're going to, pivot out of this uh, this spiral of red ass, as Jeremy likes to say, or uh, fire up irate bodies. So stick around. It's change is coming. I'm a little bit, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that one. Annoyingly positive. On deck. Coming to a podcast Annoyingly near dark. you. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's, it's as positive as death can be. But, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, maybe we can put a fun dark wrinkle into it. That's that's good with me. Are you ready to pull the cord? And, uh... Speaking of dark... All right, go Speaking ahead. Speaking of dark wrinkles, I thought we were getting back on testicles. <laughs> so, on behalf of Mama C, yours truly the captain, our favorite convict, Chino, we gone. We are gone. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, go to notesfromthepen.com. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.